welcome to the Fierce Mothers podcast, where we help black and brown women find guidance and inspiration every week. We are so excited to have you listen in. I'm your host, Ugochi Onyewu. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Ugochi Onyewu. And in this episode, I want to reintroduce you to the Fierce Mothers podcast by telling you a little bit about me, right? Your host who will be hosting us on this journey as we go forward. So I've always had a desire to impact the lives of the underrepresented, particularly women and children. I remember as a child visiting an orphanage in Nigeria years ago, and I remember that day had such a profound impact on me that that memory never left me. And I dreamed about building an orphanage and I promised myself that someday, someday, right? In the future, I would build an orphanage and provide a life for girls and boys, of course, with dreams that were worth supporting. Well, here we are today. You know, my passion has always been my passion is to empower women, to give them a voice and encourage them to pursue their dreams without guilt or burnout. In full circle, talking about the orphanage, this has led to a nonprofit organization building schools and orphanages in Nigeria, fulfilling my dream as a child. So as a speaker, a mentor, an author, a podcast host, a business owner, and a mother, most importantly, having spoken to women across the board, across the globe in several different walks of life, I have come to realize through experience, several years of experience, that every woman, every single woman already has a gift inside her. Of course, so do men, but my passion is women. So here we are. That gift is like a flame within every woman waiting to be lit. And I want to tell you today that my privilege is to light the match, is to provide the match. So we took a break in 2020 due to COVID, but we are back now with a vengeance and I'm super excited. So how did the Fierce Mothers podcast come about? Well, as a woman of Igbo heritage, so just so you know, the Igbo tribe is a tribe in southeastern Nigeria. That's my heritage. And I have come into contact with so many inspirational African women, Igbo women, women of color across the globe, different tribes, Americans, British across the globe, women of color. And I wanted a forum to be able to celebrate our achievements the Fierce Mothers podcast showcases these stories through compelling interviews with inspiring guests. As a host, I'm honored to speak to Igbo women, women with a close tie to the culture and women of color in different areas of life, areas of life that we can all relate to, including business, finance, entertainment, life coaching, fitness, parenting, philanthropy, and more, of course. So a little bit about me. I'm a Christian wife and a mother of three children, Ezra, Azure, and Noah. Ezra and Azure are twins, boy, girl. They're 19 and they're sophomores in college. My little one, who isn't so little anymore, he's taller than me and I'm pretty tall at five foot ten, is a sophomore in high school, Noah, and he's 15. 
I live in the Washington, D.C. area. Welcome to the Fierce Mothers podcast. I'm super excited to go on this journey with you. And so, you know, what I'm going to do in this episode is turn the microphone on myself and ask myself, right? So it's going to be like I'm answering questions that I'm asking myself Questions that I would ask typically uh, to the guests that come on the show, just so that you can get to know a little bit about who I am. So to tell you a little bit about who I am, I was born in London, in the United Kingdom, uh, many years ago. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. I went back to Nigeria as a young, very young child. I was actually only a few weeks old as a baby. And I grew up in Nigeria, went to high school in Nigeria, went to an all girls boarding school in southeastern Nigeria, where I learned a lot of life lessons, um, made a lot of uh, friends. Uh, some of my closest friends are friends from high school because you form that bond. If you can imagine when you live together for five years and you, you know, you struggle together and you learn uh, life lessons, you learn independence together. It forms that bond, which really can't be broken I'm part of, the, as I said, the Igbo tribe in southeastern Nigeria. My father is actually was from Oweri, which is a capital of Imo state, which is one of the states in southeastern Nigeria. Uh, I, I love my heritage. I love my background because I grew up with an understanding, right, having been born in the UK, with an understanding of, of, of the West, but also with that culture, which I took back with me, it has grown with me and I took back to me to back with me to the UK when I moved back to London at 17. I went to university, grad school in the UK, and then I moved to the US in the year 2000 with work. And I've been here ever since. And here we are, right? Married with three children. So I I always chuckle. I say I'm stuck, right? Well, it's not the right word, but you know what I mean, right? So this is where I am. Uh, really happy and uh, really blessed and really glad for the life that I've had. A little bit about what life was like growing up. You know, I, I remember yeah, vaguely, obviously, having spent my teenage years my from ages 11 through 16 in boarding school so that's that formed a, a really strong memory in my life growing up because those are my teenage years I remember learning to fetch water you know we had a tap at the other end of the school we didn't have running water um it, it sounds a lot worse than it really was, right? But it, it taught you how to organize your life, right? So you'd have to wake up, you'd have to get water to, you know, use a bathroom, to take a shower. Sometimes you'd have to get water for who we call the senior girls, the girls who are older. Um, you know, sometimes we would have to get water for them as well. So you learned these skills. You learned how to manage your time in a way that um, you wouldn't have otherwise. You learned independence, you learned grit. You formed bonds, like I said before, you know, with 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 close friends, we would laugh together, we would get punished together for doing you know bad things. And sometimes that punishment would involve um, scrubbing toilets, which nobody wanted to do, um, if you can imagine, or, you know, like having to uh, cut grass or all sorts of things. Right. So it, it just formed that bond. So life growing up, it, it, it's you didn't know what you didn't know. Life growing up for me was 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 very happy, particularly from boarding school. It was great. It was hard looking back. It was hard. It was very important, very crucial and very happy. Made some great friends, had some great experiences. I wouldn't change a single thing. Learned so much. So one question that I always love to ask my guests in one way or another is how would you describe yourself? 
how, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What character traits best embody your personality? And the reason I love to ask this question is I have learned actually that your strengths can also be your weaknesses. And this applies to me. I would say that I'm very determined and I'm very stubborn right now. I use the word stubborn. It has a negative connotation. Of course, it, it is a weakness and I'm working through it, right? We're all on a journey, but I would love, I, I do see it as a strength in the sense that if someone were to describe me, they would say I was determined and I I, I am, I have perseverance, right? So you telling me I can't do something doesn't necessarily make sense to me, right? Um, and the other thing is even growing up, I am very quiet. So people wouldn't at first glance assume or or know that I'm stubborn, right? Because I would be quiet and I wouldn't necessarily answer back, right? When you think of someone who's stubborn, they would sort of say, well, no, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't say anything. I just wouldn't do it. And people who got to know me could tell, right? When they were telling me to do something that either I didn't agree with or didn't understand, they knew, right? I might smile and nod my head, but I'm not going to take it on. And they kind of learn people who know me, know me as someone who's pretty stubborn, um, who's pretty firm. Now, it's positive because for me, I questioned everything. It was internal. It wasn't it wasn't someone who was feisty or would answer back. It was very quiet. But I would study something and I'd have this quizzical look on my face where I'd sort of say, well, you know, inside this is me talking to myself that doesn't make sense to me. You know, I'm not going to do that because it doesn't make sense. And I I learned early on to just sort of take information and make those decisions and act out of what made sense or what I felt was right. I had a very strong sense of what was right and wrong. So I'd say that I'm pretty, I'm pretty stubborn. And again, it's a strength, it's a weakness, but I'm also someone who who perseveres, right? Having gone through different life struggles and learning from mistakes and various experiences, I have learned to persevere and and really press on. I I, I I've been very sort of goal oriented. If I see a goal, I'm going to go after it. Now, in later years, through experiences and having gotten older, I've learned not to have such a type A personality, particularly in the last year and a half, right? Since COVID, I would say. Experiences in life have taught me that you're not in control. You're really not in control. You know, we try to control things, or I would say I try to control things as much as possible because that reduces anxiety. That made me feel sort of like things are working the way that I had planned or according to the steps that I needed to take to achieve a goal. Well, we all know, right, over the last two years with COVID, none of us had control. Hello, you know. I would say that having gone through the last two years, not just with COVID, but even personal experiences with family, with career, with all sorts of things, I've learned that I'm not in control. But what has been the most important thing for me has been learning to enjoy. Well, enjoy is the wrong word. Learning to experience the journey as opposed to what is the goal? What's the end goal? What's the destination? And not really stopping to smell the roses. That has always been my 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 way, whether it was conscious or not. And it served me well to a point, but I've learned in recent times that it doesn't serve so well anymore. So I'm learning to experience the journey, the great, the not so great, the tears, the celebrations. It's all part of this journey called life. And it's important to experience it. It's not so much 
getting to a destination. It's the journey along the way. We all remember journeys, uh, car rides as, as kids and always asking, are we there yet? Are we yet? Are we there yet? When are we getting there? When are we getting there? But now that we're older, we look back. It was actually the time, the journey itself, right? Being in the car with mom and dad or cousins or siblings and fighting over snacks that we actually remember. Yes, we may remember getting to the destination, but the journey itself was just as important. So I've learned that. Uh, I'm kind of going off. The question was, how would you describe yourself? But I would say the answer to the question, the next question that would follow on from that is, what have you learned about yourself, right? So the next question I'd really love to answer as we sort of talk about who Ugochi is, is how I would define success. Now, I will tell you that to answer that question, my core values are my faith, my Christian faith, family, friends, balance and impact. So when you talk about success, I would define it based on my core values. I would say that for me to consider myself to be successful, I would ask the question, what impact have you had on those around you being my family, being my friends, right? Have you been able to strike a balance with your life, right? So that you're not going off in an extreme or you're not fulfilling what you know you're able to do. You're living out a life with purpose but most importantly, what impact have you had? So I would measure success on impact. That's the reason for this podcast, actually. That's the reason that I wrote a book. That's the reason that I put myself out there, understanding that I have a message, not because I'm particularly enamored by the thought of being out there for all the world to see, but I know that to have an impact, my story is so important. My message is so important. This platform to celebrate women of color is so important. I can't not do it, right? This is my way of putting my little bit out there and having an impact. That's so important to me. It's not so much about monetary gain. It's not so much about fame. It's not so much about social media. Yes, those are tools that's important. Social media, um, monetary gain is nice. Fame is nice, right? Because if people don't know you exist, how do they hear your message? But it's really not about that. It's about impacting my audience. Now, who is my audience? My audience is women of color, mothers of color, really encouraging them through my life experiences, through interviewing other people, giving them that message, giving them that, that, that roadmap really to their path for success, however they define success and however they achieve their dreams. So if, if I were to give audience, uh, my audience, you, any advice out there, you know, uh, trying to balance the demands of your home, of life, of family, of career, of business, whatever it may be, I would say, you know, I've said it already, stop and smell the roses, experience the journey, right? I, I'm not going to tell you to enjoy it because it's not always enjoyable. Let's be candid. There are times when you're going to cry, there are times you're going to be exhausted, there are times you're going to want to give up. And that might actually be every single day. The times you're going to be happy, there are times you're going to celebrate, experience it all because it all makes for life well lived. It's all part of it. The peaks and the valleys, the highs, the lows, the joys, the tears, the family, the friends, um, 
everyone you interact with. It's all part of a journey. So I would say take one day at a time, experience the journey. You're going to be just fine. Listen, you know, I would say be very intentional about the voices that you listen to, because there are so many voices out there that will try to tell you who you are. You have to find the right voice that aligns with who you really are. The voice that tells you, you are special, you matter, you are valuable. Your voice is unique. There is no one that can do you better than you. You need to align yourself to voices that tell you that and shut out the noise. There is a lot of noise out there. It's a crowded, noisy marketplace. And so you really have to be very intentional about the voices you hear. Pick up pick up tips from people you admire, people who align with who you want to be. Learn from them, listen to them, talk to them if you have access to them. Um, that is what I believe would make for a successful life. And, and the advice that I would give you, take one day at a time, because it's in the everydayness of life, I call it, right? The life where no one's looking, no one cares, you know, the getting up every day, the Monday mornings, the cleaning the house, the making dinner, the driving, the work, the purpose, the, the dreams, the goals, the everydayness of life, which is so not glamorous. It's in that everydayness of life that we actually build a successful life, right? I've heard the saying that it, it you know, um, and I'm paraphrasing, it takes 10 years to become an overnight sensation or something like that, right? People see the Instagram reel. They see you on stage, whatever stage is, right? The performance and they believe that you woke up this way. Well, when no one's looking, who really are you, right? In the everydayness of life, I call it. Take one day at a time, experience that every day to the full. That's the advice I would give. If I were to ask myself, what heights are still left to attain? I would say I want to reach my audience. I don't care about, well, not that I don't care. I'm not so much interested in the people that are out there that don't care about my message. You know, they may listen, they may be think, oh, you know, that's interesting. But there are people out there who really can be impacted by my message, which is simple, which is that you can be who you are and be that well, you know, according to St. Francis de Sales, who says, be who you are, be that well, to give honor to the master craftsman whose handiwork you are. You are so precious. You are so valuable. Your voice is important. You may have experienced, um, so many experiences that have kind of told you that your voice doesn't matter. You've been shut out. You haven't been listened to. My greater height is to reach more people who can be impacted by my message. It's about reach. It's about building my audience. It's about building a movement of fierce mothers. Those that that that's um, that's really what I'd love to attain. So that's just a little bit about me as we start this next phase of the journey of the Fierce Mothers podcast. It's going to be an interview style podcast every other week. And then every other week, it'll be solo me just coming on and giving you tips in a very down to earth, authentic, simple, relaxed way. No airs, no, no graces. This is me as you see me, the good, the bad, the ugly. 
I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. As always, I'd love to hear feedback. Let me know what you'd love to hear more about, what topics you're interested in and um, what guests really resonate with you so that we can have more guests like that on the show. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an honor. I look forward to going on this journey with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. What was your main takeaway from this episode? What did you like? What, in your opinion, are some ways that we could improve? I want to hear from you. You can reach me at ugochi at fiercemothers.com. To learn more about Fierce Mothers, please visit our website at fiercemothers.com and join our mailing list for our weekly newsletter. The newsletter provides powerful tips and inspiration for life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fierce Mothers. We are building an engaged community of fierce mothers. So please tell your friends about the show. See you next week. Thank you.